Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. From the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Tuesday, March 16th. I'm Wayne Pratt. Summer camp directors throughout Illinois are trying to convince parents that it's safe to allow their children to return following a year of COVID cancellations. Here are the things that we absolutely are going to do. Here are the things that you as a parent need to be comfortable with because it is going to look differently. And let those parents make that decision then. We'll report on planning for the return of summer camp in just a few minutes. The elected leaders of St. Louis City and County are detailing plans for hundreds of millions of dollars from a federal COVID relief package. St. Louis Public Radio's Jason Rosenbaum reports the funds could go toward economic development and public health. With more than $500 million coming over the next year, the city of St. Louis is by far the largest municipal recipient in Missouri of American Rescue Plan funds. St. Louis County is also slated to get more than $190 million from the federal program. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page says the county could use the money to help small businesses who suffered during the pandemic and expand access to the COVID-19 vaccine. We still have a large group of people in our community that are um, are hesitant to, to accept the vaccine. St. Louis Mayor Lida Krusen says the next mayor of the city could get to spend the federal funds on closing a big budgetary gap and either tearing down or shoring up derelict buildings. I'm Jason Rosenbaum, St. Louis Public Radio. Illinois Governor J.B. Pritzker says he's optimistic the state will open vaccine eligibility to all adults before May 1st. That comes as state health officials deal with 100 cases linked to new strains of the virus. Pritzker says he's nervous about more contagious COVID variants circulating in the state. But I worry now about another surge uh, that could occur as a result of the variants. I'm optimistic, I, I must say, overall very optimistic about where we are and where we're going. But I worry about uh, the possibility that the variants will overtake us as we're trying to get everybody vaccinated. More than 20,000 Illinois residents have died of COVID-19 since the first case was reported in the state last year. Hundreds of Missouri teachers are signing up for the coronavirus vaccine now that they are eligible for the shots. St. Louis Public Radio's Ryan Delaney reports a clinic is set up at Vashon High School. Social studies teacher Mabel Davis has been back in the classroom at Sumner since the district reopened high schools in January. She was initially nervous about returning. It has gotten better, yep, so it's kind of have become routine. She was also nervous about getting the shot, but convinced herself it's important. But I just felt like I do need to do it, and um, it didn't, it hurt a little bit, but Everything's going good. Teachers groups in Missouri lobbied state officials for several months to make them eligible for vaccines sooner than the original timeline, and the governor relented last month. About 60% of SLPS students are still learning remotely, including a lot of Davis's students. I'm Ryan Delaney, St. Louis Public Radio. Some Illinois lawmakers are petitioning the federal government to reconsider standardized testing requirements this semester. The U.S. Department of Education approved Illinois' request last year to waive tests like the SAT due to the pandemic. The department recently rejected a similar request for this year. Democratic State Representative Sue Schreier of Decatur says the state's offer to let students take tests on a Saturday or in June would not be a good indicator of academic growth. To me, that's punishing children instead of 
offering them flexibility. And it's not only punishing them, but haven't they been through enough? Supporters of standardized testing say it's important to establish a baseline in order to determine the academic loss that occurred during the past year. Schreier has sent a letter to Illinois Senators Dick Durbin and Tammy Duckworth asking the federal government to reconsider granting the waivers. COVID-19 cancellations caused thousands of children to miss camp last summer. Camp directors in Illinois say this year they are determined to get children back outside. Jennifer Fuller reports. Brian Croft is assistant director for outdoor education at SIU's Touch of Nature. Have you ever played darts blindfolded before? He and other camp leaders say planning for 2021 is incredibly difficult. I feel like for us it's a bit like that. In Illinois, there's still a big question mark about what will be allowed and what won't. Colette Marquardt is executive director of the American Camp Association in Illinois, which provides opportunities and accreditation for camps across the state. She says her organization has been in constant motion through the pandemic. To look to the CDC, to look to the Illinois Department of Human Services, to look to the research studies coming out of the Air Force and other summer youth programs that ran last summer, and so we haven't stopped. Advocates for camp and outdoor activities point to studies and reports showing the negative effects of COVID-19 on children, and not just the virus itself or the multi-system inflammatory syndrome that's shown up in young people. Dr. Chris Wangard is a pediatrician in the Metro East who also volunteers at Camp Andesank in Southern Illinois. We know that, that camp is good for kids you know, mental and emotional health is a good place for them to go. We also know, though, that the outcomes of this pandemic from a mental health perspective for kids have been an absolute disaster. There has been a spike in reports of depression and anxiety among children and adults, as well as higher levels of suicidal thoughts and feelings among an ever younger population. Wangard and others say camp could help kids begin to repair some of that damage. Camp Andesank's director, Dan King, agrees. Kids are hurting now, and they are hopeful for experiences like we give at camps. It's a part of, uh, of a growth that is difficult to achieve in other settings. Ed Amstutz runs the country experience at Amstutz Family Farm Camp in Elizabeth, Illinois. We had a girl, um, her mother called me last May and said, you know, being remote learning is killing Sophie. She's, she's not herself. She's not, I don't know what to do. And the only thing she talks about positively and fondly is the farm. He says children of varying abilities and needs across the state can't afford to miss another year of camp. We all have different properties. We all have different um, board structures. We all have different groups that we serve. But at the end, you know, there are 420,000 young folks in Illinois that go to camp every year, and we want to be able to help them. To that end, Dr. Wangard says studies show camp can be a safe activity amid COVID-19. He says other states were able to operate both day and overnight camps last year with proper procedures and guidelines. He hopes that can be implemented in Illinois as well. We're just talking about our lowest risk population, and, and we're really at the point where the data really back up that, that this, is a, this is a safe, um, or at least as safe as we could make it under the circumstances. 
In Northeast Illinois, Peggy Brothers is Assistant Vice President for Outdoor Programs and Properties for Girl Scouts of Greater Chicago and Northwest Indiana. She says communication has been key for her campers and their families. She and her staff have led virtual meetings to answer questions about how things will go this year. We're trying to be as transparent as possible and saying the girls are going to have a great experience. Here are the things that we absolutely are not are going to do. Here are the things that you as a parent need to be comfortable with because it is going to look differently. And let, the, let those parents make that decision then. State leaders say guidelines for reopening activities continue to change. And as many camps gear up for a summer season, leaders say they're hopeful for as much flexibility as possible to get kids back outside and in some cases back to normal. I'm Jennifer Fuller. That report is from member station WSIU in Carbondale. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.